Good morning, everybody. Good morning. I know all of you are coming from different religious background. My experience with you, I work with so many people here in the Blue Lotus Temple who came from the different religious background. I didn't have any problem with them at all. <laughs> so, I saw each person as a human being. Uh, they come to Blue Lotus Temple looking for some uh, inner peace. So, now uh, the Buddhist teaching is uh, 2,600 years old. So, this is the 2,600 years after, the, after Buddha's enlightenment. So, after 2,600 years later, I can see this Buddhist path people see as a main religion in the world, like a major religion in the world. There are so many other religions and Buddhism also one of them. So, now I can see when we come to the Buddhist teaching, Buddhist path, we can see the religious part and also we can see the practical part or the spiritual part. So the religious part, Buddha didn't make. So who did this religious part? We all, people, different countries, different communities, different ethnic groups, all human beings made the Buddhist religion. Buddha made the Buddhist teachings. So now what's the problem in the world? People see Buddha's teaching as a major religion in the world we call the Buddhism. Ism always creating the problems. <laughs> any ism, it doesn't matter Buddhism or any other isms creating in the pro creating problems. Reason, it has beliefs, something to believe, uh, dogmas and rituals, so on. So my point today, this morning, so when you come to this path, the Buddhist teaching, Buddha's path. It doesn't matter who you are, what you believe, uh, what kind of church you are going to, it doesn't matter for us. We never talk about those things. So one time, uh, somebody asked from the Buddha, what's the purpose of the teaching? What's the pur purpose of your teaching? Then Buddha said, a person who can make happy and peaceful, that's the purpose of the teaching. In this path, we don't see, you know, the converting people. So, did anybody here, when you come to the Blue Lotus Temple, I ever ask you, if you want to practice, you have to become a Buddhist? I never ask. <coughs> Even now, every year, like 25-30 people taking precepts, I, I never ask people, you have to take the precepts. I always telling people, it's up to you. If you want to take it, I am helping you. But the main thing, my main goal always, I want to help you. It doesn't matter what religious background you are coming from. I want to help all the human beings to be happy and peaceful. Very simple. So after you find that happiness and peacefulness, it doesn't matter where you go. After you finding happiness and peacefulness, if you say, Bande, I am done with the Blue Lotus Temple, I am leaving. 
I'm so happy. Thank you so much. Yeah, just go and enjoy. Right? Even you said, I don't want to come to Blue Lotus Temple anymore. How wonderful, it's fine. Only thing I want to say, you are doing really well. So that's the purpose of the Buddha's teaching. Now, many uh, couple thousand years later, we have the big conflict with this ism and the uh, all the Buddhist teachings. So, I always explaining to people, this teaching, this practice, is not a religion. We don't have anything to do with the religion. This teaching, my analogy, is like water. The water doesn't have a shape. Right? That's the way we see, right? It doesn't have a shape. When you put the water into the bottle, we call bottle of water, glass of water, cup of water. That's the way we measure the water. So, different people came to the Buddha, get this teaching. So, think, just imagine the teachings like water. So, somebody came with the bottle, then he or she took that bottle. She thinks Buddha's teaching like this bottle now. Somebody took it a glass, then they think it's like a glass. Now, people are fighting many years later the bottle more than the content. That's the problem. So, I, I think maybe some, some people already read, you know, the, what happened in the Nepal, you know, the Buddhist monk, you know, Buddhist nun raped, and so it's a big issue. Right? So I can see so many things is not in the Buddhism and the Buddha's teaching, people add so many things. Now the authority says in Nepal, she cannot be a Buddhist nun anymore. That's sad. That's not the Buddha's teaching. That's somebody's, uh, their own cultural background. So always you have to be very careful when you come to this path because it's a very old path. So, so many junk around. So many junk. So you have to be very careful what is the true teaching. Now somebody sent me an email a uh, few days ago seeing that, uh, you know, the news, how bad these Buddhist people. <laughs> then right away I Google and check what happened, you know, <laughs> and then I realized Buddhists are not bad. The people, people always bad. <coughs> So then I explained to him, according to the monastic code, you know, the, what Buddha said about those kind of situations. I explained to him the long email, even you can see it on the Facebook, it's there. And then he realized, um, this is not the Buddhist teachings. Whatever they are doing in the Nepal, that's not Buddhist, Buddhist teaching, that's their own things. They are following. So, again, why you are coming to this path to find happiness and peacefulness. So that's enough for that background, right? So now next question for me, for you now, the totally different one. I know always, even when you come to this peaceful experience, peaceful Buddhist teachings and all those things, so on, you feel stressed out. Sometimes I'm thinking, I don't know the meaning of the word of stress. Can you please explain to me what is stress? How do you define that word, stress? You say always, now I am using that word too, but even I don't know the meaning. <laughs> what is that, stress? I think it's something that is created 
Okay. Okay. Good one. I like that. Creating something in your mind. Can you give me examples for sight? Well, I get stressed out mm -hmm. when I get too busy. I okay. have too many things to do mm -hmm. and not enough time. Okay. That's what stresses me out. Right. Anything anybody wants to explain? Worrying. Worrying. About money, the economy. Okay, worrying. Maybe like how we handle it. Right. That's stress. What we do with it, yeah. Mm -hmm. Sarah? I think it's a mixture of different emotions. I think it's more of a mixture of fear, anger. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Good. Anything else? Worry, stress? Uh, when I think of stress, it's overwhelming. Mm -hmm. The more overwhelmed I get, the more stress I have. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And you know, as I cut that back, the stress level goes down. It's just my inability to control things. <laughs> so, anything else? Stress? There's a large pain. <laughs> Sorry, There's I didn't. a large physical component to okay. it, you know, muscle tension, uh, heart rate, blood pressure. Okay, good, good. I think anticipation is mm -hmm. possible as well. Anything? I think like Buddha said, where um, the root of all suffering is desire, so when you have a, a, an impediment to your desire, that's what stress is mm -hmm. causing the suffering. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Now we can see the two areas when you talk about the stress, what I got listening to you. One is physical, one is mental, right? So <laughs> physical stress, you know, being uh, having a physical body and also the men, mental stress, uh, the create, all the stories we are creating inside us. So now let's think about, as you said, we get stressed because of worry, one reason. We are worrying. Other one, we cannot control, right? And what else? Fear. Fear. Deadline. Deadline. Okay. <laughs> okay. Not acceptance of what's yeah. going on. Yeah. Yeah. Right so think. So think about all those reasons creating so many tension and stress inside us. So how we are going to deal with this? How we are going to deal with this? Now I know you are practicing meditation. You have to teach me today. We are practicing meditation. As a meditation practitioner, so far, how do you work on it to overcome stress? Then I will tell you how I do that. <laughs> when I get tensed up or stressed or worried about something, the, the thing that always helps, thanks to mm -hmm. this practice, is just taking a moment and breathing and mm -hmm. kind of a split second of meditation where you come back to the mindfulness and realize that it's all, it's going to be over soon one way or the other right, and right. just to let it go. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. That's yeah, I think that's a good way to uh, work on the stress. Always we have to understand, that's the thing I'm doing too, always I'm understanding, things will change. Things will change. So right after you clinging to that feeling or the story and difficulty, that means we are creating more stress. As Mike said, you know, right after you realize things are changing, as you said, thing, we have to accept, then our mental attitude will change. Then we are looking at the whole situation in a different manner. So, you know, that like it. Two days ago, somebody called from, you know, from Sri Lanka and, you know, I'm doing all these different things here in Sri Lanka and all over the place. So, I was kind of upset myself, like even five minutes, just five minutes though. 
Right? You know, I'm so happy. I was upset five minutes. And I can say five minutes, you know, maybe, le- you know, a little bit less or more. <laughs> and so then I was thinking, oh my God, you know, what I'm going to do? You know, now I cannot do anything from here, kind of like that. I was sit down, I, I was thinking, right? Then I realized this is not the end of the world. So what I'm doing now, I'm creating my own demon in front of me and I'm feeding. Oh, sit down here. I do more. I eat more, eat more. <laughs> Sitting here and thinking and thinking and thinking, I was feeling more of that feeling. Then I realized it's getting bigger and bigger and larger. Right after my mindfulness came to my life, then I realized, no, I'm feeling it. I had to stop this. So that realization helped me to overcome that difficulty within five minutes. So, if you feel something difficult, worry, anxieties, and you know, controlling or whatever difficulties you have, always you have to recognize that difficulty first. Right after you recognize it, you are giving new face to it. So, think about somebody doing something wrong, maybe a kid or something like that. Right after mother or father see that they are kind of control themselves. The same thing with this mind. We had to play a little bit game, so we had to recognize it right away. It makes sense. Yeah. So, any other ideas about stress? Um, for me personally, I have to prioritize mm-hmm. and set goals. And once I get that feeling of accomplishment, mm-hmm. uh, that stress goes away. Right. That's good. That's another way to do. Well, I like your story, Bonte, that you told months ago about when you were in the airport and mm-hmm. how you handled the stress. Do you remember that one? Uh, can you tell me? Because I have so many airport stories. <laughs> <laughs> this is the one where you had your ticket, and you looked up, and, and you were watching the flights, and when you're and um, what what gauge your flight? Oh yeah, you yeah. You know, always you know. <laughs> Three times they change B to C, C to B, right? All the gate changes. I'm, you know, in the O'Hare airport, it's back and forth. I was walking back and forth like three times. I was so stressed out. Uh, so then finally I realized, you know, you know, I cannot control. Then I went to the attendant, you know, the, you know, the lady who is working. Then I asked, what's wrong with this place? You know, they are keep changing. <laughs> then she said, sir, I cannot... I cannot do anything. You know, whatever I see in the screen, the same thing, you know, I can do. Then I realize, if she cannot do anything, she's working in the airport, what I'm going to do? <laughs> right? Right after I'm accepting that, you know, I was kind of, you know, okay with that. Then I realized, oh my God, today I didn't do exercises. This is the time for me to do my exercise. <laughs> then I realized I'm walking back and forth three times. I did a really good exercise. Only thing I don't like my luggage. <laughs> I had to carry my luggage always. You know, the good thing in our life, we had to put a simple face to that difficulty. Then we can get it something really good out of that. <laughs> I have so many stories. <laughs> <laughs> Any other question regarding stress? That's a great lesson. Like the next time I'm in an airport and I get stressed out, it's like, hey, it, it gets to Bonte too. Right. <laughs> always, always. That's the next CD, Flying With Bonte. <laughs> <laughs> and, yeah. What I like about that story is that what you did was so practical. In other words, you had a desire and a want to, to get on that airplane, mm-hmm. but you but there was a block on it. 
for them. You mm -hmm. couldn't do that. So you, instead of suffering, though, you just change what you wanted to do and your desire and say, well, I'm going to get some exercise instead. Right, so, so right exactly. Yeah, then I spend my time doing so many other good things. I was writing, I was reading, and I use my time. So if you stress out and let that feeling to kill yourself, you lose everything. You lose everything. Now people are complaining about work, you know, oh, I have so much work, and I'm stressed out because of my work. Then I ask people, still do you do your work? You know, every day? Yes, I have to do it. That's my living. Then I'm asking them, why do you want to find anything to do it happily? Anyway, you are doing it, do it happily. Find a way to do it happily. <laughs> then you can enjoy it. So, sometimes people think, oh, you know, Bhante Suja, the Buddhist monk, his life is much easier than our <laughs> life. Not at all the same. <laughs> same. I had to travel, I had to do the groceries, I had to clean the house, I had to take care of my kids, I have... <laughs> <laughs> kids in my monks and all, you know, and all those things. I have exactly the same thing, but the way I'm taking them is different. Still I get stressed out, but my mindfulness helped me so much to live in the present moment and enjoy. Always I'm thinking, just do it. Just do it. Uh, in one of my favorite books um, by Jan Kabat-Zinn, what he does when he goes and cleans the stove, he mm -hmm. puts on his music by Bobby McFerrin, Don't Worry, Be Happy, that song. <laughs> you ever heard that song? Yes. That helps him to uh, clean the stove. <laughs> <laughs> so, you know, think about, you know, the, your life is wonderful. This human opportunity is a wonderful thing. And we don't have that much time remain. So enjoy it. Just enjoy it. You know, do all your work. If you don't have any work to do, how stressed we all are, right? Now you have some work to do, right? Then you will say, oh, life is so boring. You know, sometimes when you don't have stress, people say, I don't have anything to think. <laughs> then people are looking for some stress. Now you have some stress, enjoy it. <laughs> enjoy it and make yourself and wonderful and learn something from the stress. That's the best way we can do. Sometimes I feel all the stress, whatever I go through in my life, always helping me to learn something about wonderful in my life. Every experience. Finally, I get the good result. I never try to push it out. I will sit down and think about it. And always I try to make something from the negative experience, something positive to my life. So when you have stress, you have to think, oh, it is wonderful. Then you have to think, how I'm going to make something good out of this, this experience. Yeah. Even, you know, there is a, you know, you know, making fun in Sri Lanka, my brother monks, even I get a demon <laughs> into my life, I know how to get some from the demon. Always they are making fun <laughs> with that. I know how to put people into work and things. <laughs> so always if I, experience something negative, I always making something good out of it. So, for that we have to have a little bit more mindfulness. So, any stories? <laughs> <laughs> any other questions? I'm glad you brought that up. I was already stressing today about going to O'Hare at 5.30 in the morning. Mm -hmm. You know, and I'm going, if there's a storm, I won't make a connection, and I'm not losing my luggage, and I don't like driving there. Mm -hmm. 
parking lot, and I was making a big monster out of it. Right. So now Monday, I had to leave like 3.30 in the morning to O'Hare. So, <laughs> so I was thinking, okay, anyway, I'm going to the airport and I do my trips and, you know, always take it like a simple step. You know, we are the one making the story. That's why I said, we are the one making the demon. Yep. Right. And same time, you know, the uh, Sumani is leaving and Samita is leaving and his father is ill and, you know, the going so many things. Then same time, I had to travel, I had to organize all my teachings here, and Vikuni and San is just available here, that's good. And I can stress out easily, because of so many things in my place. But I am thinking it's okay, one at the time. Just enjoy it. I remember when we were going to a retreat, we were driving together, mm-hmm. and there was a car accident that happened, we were trying to get to the retreat before everyone else did, mm-hmm. but then we were just stuck in traffic. Mm-hmm. <laughs> right, right. What to do? What to do? <laughs> right, exactly. Yeah. Okay, thank you so much, everybody. Thank you. Um.